You gotta handle the rock with flair and rhythm if you wanna be judged on wood grain and concrete courts in New York. This ain't no nickel and dime. It's dribbling dimes where scoring never looked this good. I guarantee it. But was your reputation built from the playground up? Or did you call next and they took that ish? Or cause you weren't as fast as police and ambulance sirens? Or as loud as Mr. Softy Ice Cream? No. You see, this is New York City hoops and prime time. As beautiful as the skyline, it's dribbling dimes. While born in Brooklyn, our guest considers the Throsneck section of the Bronx home. Sweet Chuck, as he was dubbed by one of his high school teammates, was known as a sharpshooting walking bucket. He ran with notables like Charles Jones, Jerry McCullough, and Orlando Antigua on his climb up the basketball ladder. He played for a few junior colleges, but landed at South Carolina State his senior year and helped lead his team to the big dance. He played professionally in Puerto Rico for many years, but yet and still you can find him on a tri-state area basketball court, dropping 20 like it was 1995. On this episode of Dribbling Dimes, we explore the basketball journey of Tyler Brown. Alright, my name is Emilio the Poet. Hey you, what's up? This is Manny Digital. And with us today, by the way, by the way, by the way, before, before we continue, I just want to give a big shout to those that um, keep hitting us up on the DMs, oh. on Instagram, on Twitter, bigging up the show. Um, it means a whole lot to us, sure. um, the interaction with the fans. All I ask y'all to do is please keep it 100 with us. If the shit sucked, I want y'all to tell us. And also, if it was dope, I want you to big it up as well. But more importantly, I want y'all to share it with the world. So pick yes. two people. Pass the message along, share an episode or two. We really love to uh, gain more fans and more more listeners because uh, I think what we do is dope and yes. um, we'd love to share with more people. I just want to add this, man. If you're going to shovel some shit over here to us, right? If you're going to talk shit, throw a little sugar in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Throw a little sugar in that, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't that bad shit. But uh, no, seriously, on a, on a real, we do greatly appreciate it. Just like to piggyback, thank you very much for everything, for chiming in. Each little bit means a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? And every little bit counts. So keep coming in, keep talking to us, and share us, man, because if you think this is quality, I'm pretty sure somebody else will too, man. Thank y'all very much. Word. So without further ado, our guest today is a Bronx, New York. I'm going to say native because I'm not sure if he was born somewhere else, but he definitely grew up in the Bronx. Um, and we'll get into the backstory there. Yes. Uh, St. Raymond alumni. Yes, sir. I think it's been a little while. We had a little break between yeah, St. Yo, Raymond alum. Used, it was nothing but back-to-back yeah. Ravens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Raven so he, he's also a uh, St. Raymond alum. Yes. This guy was a monster in high school, uh, went on to the junior college ranks and played, I want to say, South Carolina State University for, right, for at least right. a season. Yeah, one season. One season. Nice. We're joined by none other than – I believe he's also a top five all time or top ten all time scorer in St. Raymond history. Possibly, I'm not. You don't even give a shit. He don't give. <laughs> he's that, just a walking that bucket. Mad, that mattered to me. <laughs> I <laughs> think I think that was my trophy right there. That's not his. I'll take it. Then. Fuck you take it. it. We gonna race your shit. You you might know his voice <laughs> if you follow St. Raymond basketball. That smooth, mellow baritone. That is none other than Tyler Brown. Yay! Welcome, my brother. Thank you, Welcome, thank you, man. thank you. Glad thank to be here. Finally, finally. 
Yes. Don't give me no finally, because by the way, you didn't come with your New England swag. I was waiting I for that. all about that. Good, good, because I, I didn't want to have to like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, man, you, I forgot all about that. You, you, Bron- you Bronx born and bred? No, from Brooklyn. Okay. Oh shit! I See, knew I, some, knew, I, I knew. I knew you was somebody some... I like about that. Just yeah, yeah, <laughs> Brooklyn. Brooklyn. But early though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved to the Bronx when I was about seven. I okay, seven, eight. All right, so you were Bronxite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What yeah. part of the Bronx did you grow uh, up? Thwasnek. Oh, oh, that's man. different. Yeah, pop oh, your collar. No wonder you got a collar. Cemetery though. side around Cemetery there. Project. Yep. Oh. Okay. 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 All right. But it's still nice up there. And so. Tell me a little bit more about like your upbringing, because um, we were talking about it in the hallway. But um, by that, the person that doesn't know you would assume you just straight up African American. Yeah. Yes. That's tell, true. tell us a little bit about your background. Um, I'm half black, half Puerto Rican. Um, my family is straight from Puerto Rico, from Carolina, okay. from San Dulce, Mocha, Ponce. All over the island. It's okay for you to use your base. Yo, your word, voice. Yeah, I don't, you, I don't, you man, like I, talk. That's just, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, You're yeah. a soft-spoken cat. Yeah, I don't really be yelling. And, so I, all right, I'll do the yelling for him. Yo, <laughs> let me tell you what he said was Ponce in the hand. So you speak Spanish heavy, like not heavy, but okay. um, I could speak it. I mean, you you played a long time in Puerto yeah. Rico, so something picked up. Yeah, I, okay. I could I could hold my own. Okay, okay, all right, that's dope. definitely hold that's my own. dope. But you, but do, are you? Um, like, do you feel uncomfortable to do it? Like, you don't go out of your way to speak it, or no? What? It just depends who I'm talking to. Right. It just depends. Okay. Okay. So That's let's good. get let's get to the nitty gritty. Yes. So early, I hear from my sources, you was killing. I mean, early. I'm. I'm. I think that was like middle school, is what it sounds like. That's correct. How did How did you go from I don't know what's that middle school like eleven to third fourteen or so. There must have been a precursor to you being so nice in middle school. When did you actually get involved in basketball in a serious way? Uh, in middle school. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, when I was so 10, what, as soon as you picked up the ball, you was like, yeah, ah. Yeah, I was with the Gauchos, and back then, you know, it was serious business. Right. You know, it was I, all day, every day, after school, all summer. You know, it was, it was serious business, so it was no time to be playing around. Right. It was, it was serious. I, I know you're speaking specifically for your time frame, but um, from as far as I know, Gauchos has been, you know, for, you know, for years has always been like that. I mean, would you say your particular time frame was more apparent than others, or is it just because that's what you know you're talking about your yeah, time frame? Yeah, I would say that. Just, you know, the quality of players and, you know, the stuff I've been through and the amount of people that we've had in that era. Oh. And the way that, it, you know, the teams and it was, it was just crazy. Who who are some of those people yeah, that you're name, referring to? Name dropping. Uh, so you have Charles Jones, Jamal Robinson, Curry Thompson, Selzin Jefferson, Jerry McCullough, Lander mm. Antigua, Rasul, I forgot Rasul's last name. So um, these were cats that were before you, or you played some with them before? Well, I played okay. with all of them. Okay. Um, yeah, Damon Santiago, Andre Riddick, mm. um, Stephon Marbury, Felipe, of course. Mm. But you got to gotcha before Felipe even came over, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, did you guys? I heard you guys won a chip. You was on the squad that won a chip. Where at Gauchos? Won a lot of chips. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Humble brag. Yeah, yeah. for real. <laughs> no, yeah. So so much for that soft spoke, huh? <laughs> no, you won a lot of chips. I, I, I did. That the team that you were in, uh, did that consist of Stefan, Felipe, yourself, and others? Yeah, at some point, yeah. Yeah. With the high school team, yeah. 
Was Jared Lockhart in that team? Nah, he's younger than me. Okay. Okay. Mm. Just, uh, you know, I'm just trying to name drop because I'm I'm recently been reading his book and uh, he not saying that he named you. I'm saying he named himself as a part of the Felipe and Stephon Marbury, a team that consisted of those two. I just wondered he if might like, came. He might have been uh my after I graduated. He might have been on oh, that team. Okay. 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 He might have been just coming up. Okay. Okay. That's dope, man. That's dope. Uh, but how do you how do you get into? Because again, Gachos has been. I mean, a, a really competitive mm-hmm. uh, group to be a part of from many years before you mm-hmm. were even there. Uh, how do you come off, I must call it coming off the street practically, to entering the Gauchos? Because like, there's a process. It's not yeah, like... a tryout. Right. Oh, I went, one of my friends um, from my project named Tank, I was locked out the house. Mm. And he played with the Gauchos. So I, I was like, all right, I'll go with you. And then I went and... I used to be, I was this height since I was like 11, 12. Oh, my oh, God. So he was a big so, dude. Yeah, what are you, 6'4"? So, yeah, 6'4". So right. I was a big man, so. Get the hell out of here. And I, yeah, the cheek. You was a 6'4", 12-year-old? 11-year-old, yeah. Shit. Dunking and everything. What? No, I, yo, get out of this studio. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel this okay, shit. Okay, so you was vertically gifted, which gave you At a At 12. Uh, uh, I mean, I was benefit. tall. So you I was spoiled. Like, that's gifted, but, you know. No, nah, that's vertically gifted, son. Yeah. In these streets? Yeah. Let me tell you something. At 11? Come on. Yeah. Tyler Brown, your ass was spoiled. All right. We got to call it what it is. Yeah, 12 years old, Duncan? What the, what the fuck is that? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Was so, Jordan was even was Jordan even Duncan at 12? Seriously. We got to look so. this shit up. I don't think so. You ain't going on nowhere. We got, you probably read well, you that book. You can ask anybody. Anybody <laughs> tell you. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I would never suggest you a lie. Hell no. So you was playing like in the playground, pick up, what have you. Tank got locked out of his cribs. Like, yo, come with me to Gauchos. Boom, you show up. Was it that moment, that day, that you was like, yo, let me get down with this? Let me try out? Well, I tried out. It was like 150 people there. Right. And then I just kept going and kept going. And, you know, you know, when you're young, you know, your friends are doing something to you. You know, you, you do get it. get down. Right. And it was just, it just stuck. That's awesome. That's I, just, you, you're either way too humble or you missing a lot of shit. Because I know it wasn't that just like, nah. Yeah. Well, no, in the beginning, that's pretty much how it was. Okay. You, you let, me, let me just say this real quick. Because I, I, I love, one thing I love to do, and I, I'm grateful that we got to do, is sit down with people before we actually get on. Just to get the vibe. Even if mm-hmm. I know you or if I don't. I just want to just get a vibe, right? And he described himself. I asked him, how would you describe your game? Mm-hmm. Right? You can say well, how you describe yeah, the game. I'm just so I I just pick. get it done. I don't have no rhyme or reason. It's just right. He did okay, but you but but the word I was looking for was basic. That's mm. what he said, right? Basic, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. Extremely right. basic. So he said basic. Then we use the word basic. Right. So now I look at him like you know what his his tone of voice is very basic. It's yeah. like I'm giving you what this is. You know, I'm just gonna give you ask for this non-threatening, yes, very calming. It's calming. very soothing. This is, you should a, be like it's uh, a massage. You should be like a. Uh, a children's audio book uh, reader. That might be. That, that, that might. Be that, might that might work. That yeah, might work. Yeah, yeah, Seriously, guy. That might. Yo, that you are. You want to something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking to that. Not, want, not like on some like this shit, but like on some. No, like, no, nah. nah th- yeah, nah, no. Because yeah. I'm saying like, you know, you tell somebody, yo, you got. Yeah, you sound like a children's you put, voice. You could put kids to sleep. They might be like, yo, son, what's wrong? With you, right now, I mean, in a soothing There's money in putting the kids to sleep. There's money in that. So, which is funny because I again, everybody we talk to. And we and my brother saw you play in the Ravens Yo, alumni game. Yes, you a murderer on the basketball oh my court. God. Like your demeanor, it gives off like cool, calm, collected dude. Mm-hmm. On the basketball court, you're you're a savage, a right. calculated savage. I would right. say not yeah, like I'm a, still cool. I ain't talking trash. Right, right, just, right. You know, right. But you get it done, like you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also uh, like amazing scorer. 
Because a lot of people, when they say, I just get out there and I get it done, a lot of times that translates into like a Dana Dingle, for instance. Like, wasn't known as a scorer per se, could get buckets, but it was more about huh, Jaime Peterson's calling me. Um, I seen Jaime this last Sunday. Oh, oh yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so, so it's more about, um, you know, defensively getting boards or, or playing tight D. You got it all, apparently. Not the defense part. Not the defense part. Nah. Okay. Tell he, us why. Why? Want. I don't know. It's just not who I am. Which is crazy because. <laughs> I'm okay in- with that. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. But let me ask you a question. Do you just let people score? I don't let people score, but I don't expend uh, a lot Do of you energy. feel like it's a waste of energy? Cause no, you know- no. I just, you know, that's not like who I am. Like, all right, baby. You know, I'm, yo, I'm, I'm not ready to let this shit go with that answer. I'm okay with that, though. That's I mean, honest. I'm not going to. I respect I'm a, the I'm answer. not going to let you, like, if it's the last point or 10 seconds, I ain't going to let him go. I'm going to play defense. But right. throughout the game, I, you know, I might take 10 to 15 plays off or something like that. But yo, you was getting. You I was hope getting, no coaches are listening. <laughs> you were getting a decent amount of steals in college, though. Yeah, but that's, so that's, that's deep. different than. Play. I mean, yeah, but it's not like he's Eric Harris type defense. Okay, no, that's you know defense, especially. That's different. That's oh different. my god. Yeah, that's different. Okay, okay, okay. Because this is this is where I'm at. I mean, we come from the era of the competitive, you know, the '90s basketball. So this is where I'm at, right? Say, a guy, you're a scorer, correct? Guy dropping thirty or fifty points in a game that you know he's the scorer, but you got a guard. Do you take it personally he's scoring on you or you like, I'm going to score 50 anyway too, so I guess we're just going to play ring around the rosy. Yeah, do you, do you just you know rival his offense like, instead you, of lock him down? Right, you're like, all right, oh, I'm going to yeah, let you ride, okay. but I'm going to score 52, yeah. so I guess we're going to be 250 motherfuckers. We're going to be 50-50. We're going to be 50, some 50-point-ass 50 50. 50 motherfuckers over here. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to be like, yo, that was a good game. Right. Right. So how, how long were you with the Gauchos? You said through high school. So through you was school. there. I stayed up until my junior year. And then my senior year, I left, went to Riverside mm. just for a year just to get my tuition paid. Okay. That's about it. But throughout my whole life, it was a Gaucho. And did you go to St. Ray's all four years? Yes. Okay. Oh, Were you, I'm going to say recruited. It's probably illegal for me to say whatever the fuck. But were, did you go for basketball reasons? Actually, I went there by mistake. Not by mistake, but I was slotted to go to Talentine. Okay. Right. Um, I was supposed to play varsity with um, Red Archery and Brian Reese, yep. but we had a town time was a predominantly Riverside school. Okay. So there was one kid that was on Riverside. I ain't gonna say his name, but he was on River. He was on Gauchos. I wouldn't be upset if you said his name, but yeah, I I'm sure there's a yeah. reason. Go ahead. Sean Wise didn't do me bad. Okay. <laughs> but um, he ended up going to Rice. But he um, he went to yeah he was he, he was in town time, but then he switched over from the Gauchos to Riverside. Okay. Okay. Right before school started, I took my visit. I was signed up and everything. Mm. Me and my friend Wiley Lynch, who we call New Child now. So I get the call like a week before school. You can't go to Talentine. And I said, Why not? He was like, Because he left, left, left. So either you go to St. Raymond's or Hollows or Hayes. Who wait? Who called you? Who's telling you this? The Gauchos. Okay, got it. So I was like, Well, I'm not going to Hayes. I'm definitely not going to. Why Hollows. not Hayes? Too many Dominicans over there? Just haze. It, just, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't appeal. It's just right, okay. far, you know, Talentine. You, you ever been to Talentine? Nah, no, where been. is Talentine? It's over by Florida. Florida but you yeah. know, I don't know shit about Talentine. Crazy program, National Ring program. Yeah, yeah. Red Archie was killing. Girls, they had everything. I was like. Oh, you should have took your wife to Talentine. Yeah, he I was trying. I couldn't. That's fucked up. It is. You messed up, man. But it worked out. <laughs> it's totally and so so that was what 89 89 your freshman year so I said I go to St. Raymond's and St. Raymond's at the time was on the rise right or was it was what, it yeah what was it like what was the time? climate it was I don't know I can't even describe because I didn't I didn't you wasn't following it that closely nah okay 
I ain't but, know nothing about high school basketball. Other God, than Tom and you just knew whatever Amos. people was telling you. No, I didn't know nothing about Saint Amos. I oh. went there and I was like, "Oh shit, you go there, you go there, you go there," and then gotcha. that's how that happened. But I didn't know nothing about Saint Amos. Oh, and, so you went because of other people that you knew? No, were, I went because that, that was, was the only school left. That was he didn't want to go to Hayes, so I could take the forty to forty-two right. there. Oh, so I was like, "All right, I go there." And then when I got there, I was like, "Oh, I didn't know you went there. You went there too. You here? You here?" Oh, that's and dope. Then, then every, that's how everything happened. I mean, it's practically your neighborhood school. I mean, you yeah. by the cemetery, so yeah, you know, like twenty twenty-five, not, not too crazy. Not that bad. Yeah, oh, okay. that's crazy. So then you get to St. Raymond. So, all right, you went by accident. Um, it wasn't your intention to go to St. Raymond. You get to St. Raymond. Are you thinking, all right, I'm going to get to on this team? Oh, absolutely. Okay, it was, basketball was a motivation. Yeah, after they didn't have no girls there, so that was it. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> what else I'm going to do here? <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the main goal. Right. So Gary, no, who was the Gary's freshman there. coach? Oh, freshman coach was... Uh, Mr. Patton. I knew it. Ron Patton. Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace. Rest in peace. Um, so, was your, did you expect to start playing varsity mm-hmm. from the gate? Okay, yep. so tell me what happened. Um, Gary D was, Gary like, was nah, like, nah, bump that. Nah, you stay a freshman. I was like, all right. You, you took it like, okay. I had no choice. I just, I mean. <clears throat> do you feel like you were better than that, though? At that time, when I was a freshman, I was like, shit, I could do what Terrence Wrench should do. I, you know, I could do that. Right. So, I got up to varsity. I was like, um. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. You were right. Like, nah, yeah. So you needed that that, that preparation of like that year or two. Um, I mean, I could have. I still could have played Wasi as a freshman, but because you know like, the way Terrence game is, just so smooth. It looks like anybody can do it. Right. Yeah. yeah that's you, true. Until you get there, then you'd be like, it's not this smooth. You when you it's gotta fill them shoes. Yeah, it's not that. You know, it's not that easy. Are you? So are you? Because I read somewhere there was a pivotal game. You were already playing varsity. It might have. It might have been. Are you? No. You and Terrence, what's the the He's difference? two years ahead of me. He was two years ahead of you. Okay, my sophomore year was the senior year. Okay, so it must have been his last year. Um, y'all are playing some big game. I can't remember what it was. And I remember, like first half, Terrence was just running up and down. Like he he wouldn't let the ball go. He was just dribbling all over the place. And then at, at second half, Gary D was like, "Yo, pass the ball, swing it around." And that's when you your game started to open up at the second half of that game. I can't remember who y'all were playing, but I know you put up like. It must have been like thirty or some odd points, which is probably a normal day for you, whatever. But um, but was that when you say filling Terrence's shoes, right? How he plays this game was it more so the ball dominance that you were referring to, or just overall? Just how? overall, okay. Just overall, because you know he's one of my favorite players. He's a good, yeah. Mm. Why? He just he just could play. This motherfucker, yeah, nice. He shrugged his shoulder like, "Yo, I ain't giving you an answer." No, I don't. It's, it's, you don't get that shit out of me. You know, it's just smooth. You know, you could shoot. You could do everything on the court. Right. You know, he ain't. Um, he's real cocky, but a lot of people don't know that. Really? Yeah, he is. But I mean, on the if, court, if, if you court, if you that good, I guess off the court too. <laughs> yeah, but it's tough. Not I feel if you that good, you dropping buckets. You know what I'm saying? You a celebrity. You're a jock. Mm-hmm. It's tough not to let your ego. Yeah, it is. It be is. a hot air balloon out it this is. motherfucking it takeoff. Is. It's tough, right? You yeah. gotta fight that. Man. Why would you? Especially, yeah, I, can't, I wouldn't fight it. I can't fall. I can't fall. At, at high school, shit, I'm figuring that shit out now. At high school, some I'd be like, get. Yeah. A lot that, of people do, yeah, but some people take it. Over, but how though. do you control that shit? That's like, tough. You, yo, you grow up. If you nice, you grow up. Everybody praising your game, right, and bigging you up all the giving time, giving you things. Yo, it's hard gifts, for anyone, for, regardless of their background circumstances. It's very difficult for you to be. Growing up this way for many many years, and that balloon not blow up like it's, it's hard. You got you got to be like, 
I don't know, a man's man as far as humility goes in order to not allow that shit to like take over. Especially so, in high school. I can't, I can't necessarily be a, yo, what? Like, that's why you see these kids that go to these big prep schools nowadays, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're the man. And with Instagram and all these followers and all this right. shit that makes their, you know, makes them look holier than thou. Right. That's why I'm all, and I might have mentioned this in the last episode we had, like, I'm really astonished by Zion. The way, at least the way he's portrayed, it doesn't feel like he's, like he's better or bigger or as big as he, you know, he is. That's true. So so if if that's true, that's dope because that's really rare. It's rare, especially for for a guy of his stature, like. He's all over ESPN and the endorsement deal. The biggest endorsement deal yeah, in like, like, history. Million, right? Yeah? You know what I mean? And for him just to be like, yeah, you know, you it, just talking, you wouldn't think he was this guy. You right. know what I mean? You right. were just big. I, I think a lot of it sometimes is if you know that you're good at something, it's not a surprise when you get good results. Mm. You know what I'm saying? True. Oh, so you just expect it's like a like, walk in the park. Like, like if you know that. You a poet, right? Right, for sure. So you know if you prepare and do what you're going to do and mm-hmm. what you need to do mm-hmm. and you kill it, mm-hmm. it's expected. Right. It's no surprise. That's a, yo. yo, 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 yo you ain't going to tell me I'm a yo, poet. Yo, you not a poet? That you, you was poetry right there. That was poetry? That, that was, was poetry. poetry. I, got, I got children books and poetry. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I swear to God. Income. Yo, you're we welcome. Go, you're welcome. Appreciate I need to cut and paste that part right there because we going to keep that shit. Fuck that. Yo, what's Alabama's coach's name? Football? Um, Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Yeah. So Nick. So what you just talked about? I was watching uh, Stephen A's show today, and Nick Saban was on. And Nick Saban mentioned the, the question was asked to him: What? How do you approach every season? Like, is it goal oriented or what? Right? Mm-hmm. And and the guy was like setting him up because he knew the answer. But basically, what Nick was saying was, um, it's he doesn't necess- he doesn't buy into goals. He doesn't believe in goals. Really? For him, preparation comes from process. Mm-hmm. So if you practice the process that will get you to the championship, that makes sense. Every day and that's what you live and breathe, the it. goal it's will be achieved at some point. So that basically what you just described yep. is is the right mentality. Can I, I just want to add something to that, which I love that by the way. No knock on what he just said. Yeah, yeah. But the process becomes just a smidgen easier. Your ass got the best team every year. <laughs> it's that true, man but, literally but has like the top twenty yeah, high it's, school process. But why? It's still the process, though. No, no, no. Uh, again, absent, absent that real quick. I'm not knocking what mm-hmm. he said. I, I agree. Not mm-hmm. only that, like today, I can understand what he's saying. Right. I couldn't ten years ago. I'm not gonna lie. Today, I understand it because I put what you say about poetry. I put that into practice daily. So I understand that. No knock. There's something about his greatness that is. There's no knock. Yeah. I'm talking about, and you know as a coach, you're only as good as the players you play with. You, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. it's not because the X's and O's and he's not smart. He's probably the Look at Greg Popovich, for example. He hasn't won a championship in some years. Anything's got nothing to do with him. I think he's a phenomenal, phenomenal coach. I think he's one of the greatest of all time. To me, he's second to Phil Jackson, maybe even first. It says a lot. But he's not playing with any players that merit the kind of standard that he's held upon. You know what I mean? Mm. So I believe Nick Saban is either a great influencer or got some people in his pocket. <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah, I, I don't think it's just one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. Which Nick Saban, I just want to say, I'm no hater, bro. Get your paper. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Can I just, yeah, I just want to say this real yeah. quick. You touched on Terrence Wrench. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we described your game as basic. And for me, I take you as a very introspective Articulate man, your man soft spoken. You feel like you you you're a man of few words, 
but you you hit it on the nose. You know, you say what you mean, but you say it concise. You don't waste words. So I take you as a very smart man. My point to you is, you can't. This is the first person that came up to my mind. This is before you actually came up before the man I'm about to mention. But I want to know if there's a parallel in terms of demeanor, not in terms of the actual game. I think of you. I think of basic. I think of Tim Duncan. Does that resonate with you in terms of basic? Does that and not not in terms of style of play? Because style of play, you were getting buckets probably like a. Who's the guy back in that day getting buckets? We're talking about 89 now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, who did you... I mean, yeah, mm. but were you like the human highlight reel? No, no, no. Because no, if you, you like the human buckets. highlight reel, we got to stop this shit no, right no, now. No, 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 no. You just said somebody was getting buckets at 89. I just think of that. All right, all right. That's yeah. fine. But who... Yeah. So, can you appreciate what I'm saying with the Tim Duncan? Or is that yeah, not... Yeah, like, yeah, am I yeah. far out of the... Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like he's very basic to the point where a lot of people thought he was born. I felt like he was one of the greatest nah, players. Was, like, I loved him. But see, that's the difference because... A lot. I mean, especially nowadays, people look more toward the glamorous shit For versus sure. the results, the fun, the, the the skillful fundamental shit. Agreed. Right. 100%. Like th- that finals where um, I, I can't remember what year it was, but it was um, San Antonio playing. I think it was Miami when um, the big three was in yes. Miami. Oh yes. There was a game. I can't. It might was have it been the finals. The, it might, yeah, it had to be the finals. Okay. Um, game four or five. I can't remember which yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But yo, it was like I. I, I was telling people, I was like, yo, I nearly cried. Because it wasn't anything, like, outlandish happening. Right. You know, the athleticism was regular. But the flow and the way that San Antonio was moving the ball. Yes. Like, it was... We, I think we I, You know, people that. always say poetry in motion. Yes. And I, I didn't really get it until that day. I yeah. was like, yo, this is, like, perfect basketball. It was perfect basketball. ball. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's you know, based back to, you know, the, the basics of playing. Right. I don't think people appreciate that as much anymore. Right. Because people are just looking for that... Wow Fancy, factor. Yeah. You know even even back then, um, just to piggyback and you know, two thousand um I wanna say it was two thousand nine, was it when the Pistons were playing the uh Spurs in the NBA finals? I don't know if you guys remember that. Do you remember the Spurs? Chauncey was there? Chauncey, Rip Hamilton, yeah, Rasheed yeah, yeah. Wallace, they went up against Tim Duncan Manu and all of them. Yeah. I think it was two th- I don't remember don't that. Don't worry, yet. we don't fact check. You right. Call it whatever you anyway, want. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> so I was with, uh, I was with, I was talking to a good friend of mine. Another you you never met this man. He's from actually from California. I met him some years later, and I was like, "Yo, years later, like, yo, I loved the finals. I love that finals." But it had one of the lowest ratings mm. to date, and so NBA finals like to at, at that time, yeah. and also it was because there was very low scoring. You know what I mean? Which is yeah, why high, the high rules defense. right favor the offense now. That's why. That's why Tyler wasn't watching it. Right, Tyler was like, "Nah, too much they, D, too much defense going on." For him. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to lock people down? I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but for me, it's like, yo, the game has a lot of different... This is why I love basketball. Because you could be a star in a lot of different styles of play. For example, for sure. you can't knock Tim Duncan's super, superstardom, right? No matter... But you can't knock Kobe Bryant's superstardom. Right. You can't knock Jordan's, obviously. You can't knock Carl Malone, for example, or John Stockton. For, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These are very different types of players. They're not the same type of player. That's what I love about basketball. It's very encompassing. Of your, if you're great at what you do, be that one great thing, you got a chance. If you're great, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. and you're talented. And there's a lot of things that are, you know, lend itself to your favor, obviously. But... If you're great at it, like you were a great passer like John Stockton, you played good deal, you got a shot in this league. And he would shoot. One, I'm going to talk about John Stockton, but I'm going to get off it. Just because I'm a basketball purist, I love it. It's the man, if he wanted to go nut, he had a great jump shot. He could have been kind of like a Steve Nashish offensively in terms of shooting. Mm-hmm. He was a great shot, but he was so unselfish. He was like, I'd rather get 20 dimes, 15 dimes, and like Carl Malone shine and break records mm-hmm. than me 
show you what I got from range. So all I'm saying is my point is there's a there's room for you if you're great at it yeah. in the game of basketball. That's what I love about it. So, so I, I want to go back to yeah. high school real quick. So actually, maybe even before I don't know. Sweet Chuck is a is a moniker a nickname that mm-hmm. that you've been called. I want to know the genesis of it. <laughs> where does where, that come from? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Somebody <laughs> just hit you with that one day and it stuck? Alanda <laughs> Antigua started calling me that. and it just, <laughs> it just Out of nowhere? So I got to ask him. Yeah, I, gotta I don't ask know him. why. You know, I don't know. Maybe, it's maybe funny that. because only okay. Orlando called me that. Oliver calls me that. Mm-hmm. Omar calls me that. June called me All that. the Antigua brothers in June. In June. Yeah. <laughs> like, without fail. Get out of here. That's funny. the only people that call me that. I, I've also heard people call you the chosen one. Let me hear that. We hear that. You haven't heard that one? Mm-hmm. Somebody referred to you as the chosen one. Oh. Okay. I don't know why. Shit, I would have ran with that name. He yeah. said, I don't well, know that, why. I would have heard that. Put me. that shit on your back that's now. Right? That's, that's me. Gonna, we that <laughs> that, one. That'll be me. Um, <laughs> I, I spoke, so I spoke with, um, with June, with Charlton Clark, for those who don't know him yes. as June. Shout out to Charlton. <clears throat> he, he said that you, you particularly, were. You know how, you know, steel sharp and steel. Mm-hmm. You were that person that he felt he had to compete at the highest of levels with in order for him to feel like he's accomplishing something, mm-hmm. right? So he told me you guys would battle heavy. And sometimes he wins, sometimes he lose, but but you were that that fire um on the squad that helped him escalate and elevate his game. Do you remember any of those battles? Like do do you when I say that, does anything pop yeah, in your yeah, head? Yeah, yeah. What, what? Describe one of those um, that's, moments. That's fine. I don't remember like uh, a specific battle, but I can see that. I've, for some reason, a lot lately, people are saying that about uh, me. Uh, like many people have said yeah. that you are that that yeah. catalyst for them. Yeah, and I had no idea. Like uh-huh. I know um, Felipe did his thirty for thirty right. at the Gaucho Dim, Gaucho yeah. Gym. Mm-hmm. And uh, he brought me down, and he said something similar to that. Mm. Get out of here, man! Yeah, and I was like, "Okay." Like, so how okay. does how do you look at like, how do you look at that? Because people people say that about you, right? Yeah. And in that in that in those times, were you did you have somebody that you were looking at in the same way, like they were looking at you, Not or were you just out there just doing what just you got to do? I was just you know I was just playing. Yo, I was just playing. Like I didn't really, I didn't really. Learned how to play basketball too. I was like 21, 22. What, is that, what does that mean? In terms of like play with aggression, play with a purpose. I played high school just playing. Mm. Like, just playing basketball. Not so, that you didn't take it seriously, but it was, just, it was you, like you said, maybe you lacked aggression yeah, in high school. Yeah. But you were nice enough skill wise that it didn't seem play, like yeah. that to most people. Yo, yeah. this man That's just said up. he learned how That's to play up, ball. No, 21. It's, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. And he was busting ass since middle school. What? Yeah, exactly. What? What do you? This why shit do you, make me mad. I'm mad right now. You. I'm, mad I'm too. upset. I know you. I'm angry. I'm angry. You figured it out. How yeah, did you? How did you stumble out. upon this knowledge? What the I, fuck I happened? This guy. I don't know if you heard of Speedy Williams. Yeah, of course. So I was. Co- with the he's an assistant coach at uh, Hostos. Hostos. Yeah. So I was. With oh the, yes. Um, yeah, he's over there. Yes, I remember. So I was with the Harlem Wizards and just you played for them. Yeah, I played for a little bit. Yeah. Maybe maybe a season, okay, and just working with him every day, and then it just it just rubbed off, and he was like, "You got to do this. You should do this, and you should attack, 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 and don't let people off the hook." And I was like, "Oh, let me try this." And oh. It was like amazing. 
and it flipped the switch. When, it was amazing. When wow. you say, um, I'm just curious now. When you say not not letting people off the hook, it was uh, like not shoot. A, if I if you guarded me one on one, I'm not gonna bear you out by shooting a jump shot. I'm gonna take you to the hole. Uh, Is that your game anyway, though? As far as like taking them to the hole, um, it could be sometimes, but like, it, it not in high school. Not not really. You would settle for a jump shot. Was, you know, I would go to the hole, but it was pretty. You know, I would shoot. You know, I would okay, but now, but at the moment of when you heard this advice, oh, I wasn't shooting jump shots. You were just shooting jump shots. No, I wasn't shooting. Oh, you was before I heard the advice. No, I th- okay, so I, yes, but before, yeah, right, I was yeah. shooting jump shots. Yeah, and then after that, you were like, I gotta yeah, take them so to the rack. You was like, I'm gonna make them pay. But now my question yeah. is, so now, but that's you knowing that the defender is slower than you. Or no, you, they don't have to be slower. It's just that it's just one on one, and I could get where I need to go. Cause you feel you're just quick enough to to yeah, to, quick to, or, to you know maneuver whatever right yeah mm-hmm. Ty it's okay bro let it out yeah yeah I'm nice son <laughs> Yo, even man. still like you was telling Emilio was telling me how dominant you were and what was it what was the story oh, oh yeah yeah this is the story so we went to St Raymond's so we were just talking about this outside and uh he actually he plays so many games he don't even remember which one it was <laughs> to be honest with you he did two- how, wait how old are you forty three. He plays a. He's still playing leagues right now. Night, that shit made me. I'm a, as soon as I leave this shit, we were. I'm gonna work the fuck out. Cause you ain't gonna beat my ass. Anyway, so I'm in the gym, and it's the blue versus the uh, same Raymond Grays? High School, by the way. Yeah, great, great, great. Grace. So it was like blue versus gray. Like they had the jersey. It was a St. Raymond alumni game. Right. Um, so it was just like, you know, random alum coming in, youngsters, people that I didn't even know. Like, they graduated after me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the score at halftime was a bit of like a 20-point a gap. Like, Louis McCroskey was on the winning team at the time. And I think he was in the orange team, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. You went in gray. So in comes um, Tyler Brown. You know, he's coming in. I never met the man before. Like, actually, uh, Matlock was there, and I had to ask uh, Matty. Yeah, that's when we was talking afterwards. Matty yeah. Ice, yes. Yeah. Shout out Matt Augustine. Yo, yes, Augustine. So I actually sat next to Matt because everybody was like giving you praise. Like, yo, what's up? Yo, I'm like, yo man, yo, who is this guy? Like, yo, like, you know, I don't never seen him. You know, what was going on? Is it did Jordan just walk in here? What uh, oh, it was that kind of praise? Yo, it was like everybody, yo, turn up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got a lot of love. Like, it, you right. know, it wasn't like it was a packed gym. Right. But from the pe- the core there, everyone knew him. Everybody knew him. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so Matt is like, yo, yo, what? Like, like, that's Tyler Brown. Like, yo, he's serious in the say rain. We're like, yo, he's in historical. Like, you know, he's just going on and on and on. I, didn't, I can't tell you specific. I don't remember everywhere. I I was just like, ah, oh, all right. So he gets dressed. Like, um, they're like, yo, you want to play? I remember one of the coaches like, yo, you want to play? He's Hold on, like, tell me. You didn't go with the intention of playing? Yeah, yeah, I just came late. Okay. He came super late. So, so I guess second half. He probably, they probably didn't know what his. I didn't think they were going, you know, nobody don't start games on time. So I right. Like, time. <laughs> so I get there. I was like, oh, shit, it's halftime. Right. <laughs> so again, it's a 20 point gap. He comes in at halftime. Right. I believe you started the second half, mm-hmm. right? So he starts in. I didn't think none of it. Because he looked significantly older than everybody. It was right. a very young yeah, crowd. Yeah. Not because he's yeah, older. Old. It just no, because they could think you You got 40 yeah, yeah. versus no, late 20. No, but they look, they look like <clears throat> super young yeah. on top of the fact. Right? And you look like, all right. So he comes in. I'm watching the game. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the winning team. Like, yo, they're going to bust this ass 20-point lead. <laughs> Niggas out of here. Right. <laughs> Yo. In comes in and they start chipping away. And who I see in the middle of this shit is Tyler Brown. Just subtly. It wasn't like he was saying. It wasn't like 360 dunks. It'd be like a steal here, a layup here. He's always finishing. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm thinking, yo, he just came in. There's no way, you right. know, come on. He just came off the street. Right. He didn't stretch. 
<laughs> He's not warm. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to stretch. I, even if... Even if you were nice, I'm thinking you gotta warm up first. Right. You know, you gotta get into your rhythm. Maybe in the fourth quarter. This motherfucker, but I think the <laughs> end of the third quarter, it was like a five point gap. Yeah, they were down twenty. He comes in and changed everything. Wait, so did did they win? Th- now nah, we lost. Uh, yeah, okay. lost. But yo, know, it's in fairness, they had a better team. Anyway. Yeah, they did. Like they did. Lou McCroskey they had, had um, they had a few like I, I don't yeah. want to say at least two other people. I can't remember their names yeah. off the top of my head. But they had a squad. Yeah, like Lou McCroskey, Lou McCroskey was cooking everybody. But so is he. Nobody could guard you. So you still playing? I'll say competitively for lack of a better term, but like in leagues and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I played today? 35 and overs, 40 and overs. I just came back from Florida playing in a 40 and over Masters tournament. You travel for this shit too? Yeah. Why? I don't know. You love it. <laughs> you, just, you just love it. it just, yeah, just. I, yo, I'm going to tell you. I love, yo, can I tell you? I'm going to tell you something. I swear I don't, even like, I don't even watch basketball to be honest with you. Ever, At all? Not really. Come Why? on, son. I don't know. I just don't Ever, watch never, it. never? I mean, once in a while, but I watch football before I watch basketball. Oh, really? But, okay, okay. Did you was there once upon a time that you did watch a lot of basketball? When I was younger. When you say younger, what does that mean? Maybe high school, mm. a little bit of college. What was there like a growing disdain with the sport? No, I just you uh, prefer to play versus watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but but it's kind of like baseball. More exciting to me. It's, yo, this is yo, this is not. Don't don't shake your head. Yes. <laughs> well, no, you got to understand. He is a Patriots fan. Yeah. Yo, so watch it. I know, I know. You know what? Shut yeah. the shit. That's kind of that's kind of. I don't understand. Like, how can people hate the Patriots? I don't hate the Patriots. I hate you for hate. <laughs> I'm cool with the Patriots. The Patriots it's your ass. Right. So I'm out to Tyler Brown's ass. It is. Everybody strives for greatness. So no, this this no. No, I'm fucking with. It's just the fact that you're from New York and you're not picking the New York team. That's my only beef. I'm beefing with you, yo. We got a lot of greatness. What's the greatness? Damn. What about you? You from New York? I'm not a team though. This man's too humble. All right, moving on. I'm a little upset, man. Um, so to go back to the thing with June, there was a lot of battles. June was a very special player. Mm. And I told him, I, I feel like I was robbed because I didn't get to see him play his senior year. Because mm. he was hurt real good. Not hurt, but, you know, he was averaging 25, oh, 30 gotcha, points gotcha. a game. Yeah. I didn't get to see the finished product. Gotcha. Okay. He was, he was young when I had him. Yeah, because you were out in college or something, right? Is yeah. that why? Yeah. Because he was a sophomore when I was a senior, so right. I didn't get to see his junior. And senior growth. His senior year. Even though they lost to Rice, but right. they have to live with that. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna have to live with they that. They didn't get one on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? What would you say? Fuck it, I don't even care if you if you're not humble about it. But like, who would you say is the best team that you know about coming out of St. Raymond? The best team? Yeah, like my junior team. I think that's the best team ever. 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 Who was on that team? Kareem, Danny Basil, myself, Dana Dingle, Damon Bonaparte. Um, Eric Harris. Mm. Um, Dana Dingle mentioned Bonaparte. I remember mm-hmm. when we did it. Uh, Basil, yeah. yeah. We we lost in the first round in Malloy, but that team was that team was special. Well, was mm-hmm. there anybody in Malloy at the time that was significant enough that you guys lost to? Like, um, if you can remember, Shandu McNeil, he was good. Just a state style of play. Oh, we didn't come, we beat them early in the year. Mm. I mean, that year we we went to um, Kissimmee, Florida. We played. Who we played first? We beat. Jason Kidd's team in the semifinals. Wow. They was number two. Oh, wow. Then we played Rasheed Wallace's team in the finals. We beat them. They was number one. Get right? out. They were out of Philly? Yeah. That team? Okay. So we in Kissimmee. So then we come out ranked number two in the nation. Mm. Right? After those two beats. After beat those ups. two wins, right? Then we fly from <clears throat> Kissimmee to Myrtle Beach. And then we go play Dunbar, who was like number three in the nation. Hmm. 
And then we end up losing to them, and then we play Jason Kidd at them again. And then they beat us that time. Uh, so that 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 year, we finished. We lost in the first round, and we finished twenty two in the nation. Whew. You understand? Do you damn, understand that? son, that's crazy I competition. That. I, it, it, Let me articulate that. What you mean? <laughs> I want to make sure you understand that. Yeah, you finished twenty two. No, no, I don't. Do you, you know how rare that is? We lost first round in the playoffs. Right. And we finished top twenty-five in the national rankings. Yes. You only get one, right? Normally. Right. That does not happen. Mm-mm. That's how good y'all team was. Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all still keep in touch? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. yeah but we all keep in touch with each other. That's dope. Wait, wait. I, I, I'm not done with what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> I'm not done. I don't know if I'm ever going to be done, but I'm going to ask you. Right? Is it because you consume so much ball <laughs> and you're playing, like you play so much of it, that you like you want to be? Like, you want to take a break from it when you get home? No, nah, I just don't, like, watch he's, it. Stop he's doing hurt. that shrugging he's, shit. He's hurt. He's hurt that he don't watch it. He shrugs his fucking... Yeah, I just he's don't watch it. He sh- watches his Instagram highlights. That's yeah, what he does. I just don't watch it. Talk about, talk about, talk about. This is what, this is what pisses... I'm upset, right? Listen to me. You shrug your shoulders as if you think the game is not fun, but you play it. I never it. said it wasn't fun, but... This is he the, just chooses not to I watch it. You should be a lawyer. You should be a goddamn. You see really this shit? Too. The did words. Yes, yeah, funny. This the word. I didn't say that. <laughs> Appe- I did not say that. <laughs> Appealed. <laughs> yeah, but the best team I, I think that was the best team hands down. Wait, 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 wait! You gonna just jump over my shit? Yeah, bro. He t- he touched you, on that already. No, man. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not done. Listen. This so 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 you missed Jordan errors and all. Everything was just like whatever. No, I mean that era. Yeah, but. Like the I've, finals, I might have watched one game, peaked in here and there. It has nothing to do with the way the game is today versus back then. It has nothing to do with that for nah, you? Nah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, we'll let this it's go. It's more offensive now than it was kind of back, back then. Yeah, which, 100%. Will, which will be more interesting for you yeah. given the, your own style. Yeah, but you don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. NBA can do nothing, no right fan. Yeah, they can't. I, I College ball can do no right. Any team. You okay. do what? I couldn't name a starting five any team. He's like, give me his a million dollars. Name a starting five. You say, yo, just take the I'll money. Like, Hold on, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Look on my phone. I couldn't do it. I, you know what? I can't argue with success because the man's very successful. Right. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Whatever's been working for you, obviously, is working. So <laughs> I'm just, I, I don't, I don't get it. And maybe, maybe it ain't for me to get. Fuck it. No, it so is sh- weird. It is weird. No, seriously, it I don't never, weird. I've never heard this in my life. Like a person that is great at something that doesn't... I'm calling it studying it just yeah, because yeah. there's another it word. Would, it would, is a form of studying. You know right. what I mean? Like you're looking at... You're picking up a move, for example. Well, I don't know. Whatever. Tendency. I don't know. Or you just like just to admire another... For example, like for example, let's say you played in college or you played a guy that was like a Felipe Lopez, for an example. You played him. Now he plays in another game of which you're privy of. You have some free time. I wonder, yo, he dropped... 18 against me. Let's see what he does against so-and-so that they're talking about over there. You mm-hmm. don't give a fuck. No, I don't care. He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. He left it all on the court. So get, Keep yeah. All right, you know what? Good. You know, this is what's funny, though. He loves the New England Patriots. Tom Brady religiously studies film for life. He's mm-hmm. a for-lifer. Him and Bill Belichick. That's, that's their Friday night. He barely has a wife. His wife is the, the, the marriage is hanging on by his friend. His wife is a side piece. She's Bill Belichick is man. It's, yeah. it's film. And then, oh, there's this woman in my house. That's a job, though. They do their job. That's it. Just do your job. You're right. You can't get any basic basic than that. All right. All right. Last question about this. Please. Then how do you get better? Because you're still a player. 
correct? Mm-hmm. Then how do you get better about your process of continuously being successful at, at, at basketball? Just keep playing the game. The game don't change. Okay. It's the same, the same stuff that worked. The fundamentals don't change. Do okay. you think – so you mentioned Speedy was the one who kind of switched on the light bulb mm-hmm. in in your ability to kind of elevate your game, right? Do you think – is there a chance that watching the game through those years prior to you being 21 could have helped you same way that Speedy's advice did? No. Okay. Well, because Speedy and there was another guy, Kevin Jackson, who mm-hmm. helped me, who got me into South Carolina State. Okay. So it was just all, you know, the mental part of the game. Um, mm. I didn't have that in high school. I just played. I mean, it was some, all physical. Yeah, some games I played. You know, I, I'm not going to do. You know, I want to do this. I want to dominate, but on a consistent basis, just played. Got it. Um, but it's nothing that um, I don't think because you can watch somebody, but you don't know how they do it, or you don't even know that you need to know how how to do, to do that. Right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got you. So, but once you know, once you know, Kevin. You know, he gave me some books to read, and he was do this, do that. And when I went to South Carolina State, we um, Coppin State had beat South Carolina, and Kevin, we played them Coppin State at their place, mm-hmm. and we beat them. It was the first time South Carolina State beat them in like twenty seven years. Wow! And he was walking up and down the court, don't be this, do this, yelling and shit. I was like, you know what? Let me do this so you can. Let me just right. <laughs> And That's you know, the one time when saying shit actually resonates with yeah, somebody. Yeah, and he just, you know, just the constant do this and just the mental part. I didn't, I didn't necessarily have that in high school. Mm-hmm. I just played. So, so you were in South Carolina State for one year, mm-hmm. and y'all motherfuckers killed in the MIAC. Y'all took the chip for the MIAC, right? Wow. Y'all went to the big dance, mm-hmm. but before all of that, see, that's that's my little tease. <laughs> before all of that, you went to uh, was it Newberry? Well, I went to. I committed. You, okay, yeah. Green. Let's let's talk about that. Cause you and what was it? Your junior I might year. Drink for that. Yeah. <laughs> senior year. Senior year. Yeah. St. Raven. You you had like all American honors or some shit, right? You had some pretty Close big accolades. Yeah. Um, you committed to Bowling Green your senior year of high school. Why? What what led to I didn't that? I want the pressure of picking a school to interfere with the city championship. Oh, unselfish motherfucker. Okay. Not unselfish, but I, yeah, that's I, I was sixteen unselfish. when I committed. Um, I didn't have my SAT score going into my senior year. Okay, I originally was scheduled to go to Virginia. That's where I wanted to go. Mm. Bad, but the ACC didn't take Prop Forty Eight, uh, so I couldn't ex- go there. Explain what a Prop Forty Eight yeah. is, please, for you those that might you not. You don't know. get your what's what they call the standard standardized score, ACT or SAT. Okay, when you don't pass whatever it was, it was seven hundred. I couldn't get a seven hundred to save my life. Okay, um, so I was like, fuck it, I ain't going. to pass anyway so I so just, pro, a, a person who goes prop 48 is one that didn't pass the standardized test yeah you have to sit out a year right red shirt the first red year shirt the first year right. no you lose a year oh shit year. okay yeah so you can only you have three, three years. years of eligibility yeah well maybe if he was watching nba or basketball at this time <laughs> that didn't you help, really that got help the standardized i took the kaplan courses i took them since i was a sophomore i just couldn't pass them i couldn't pass the shit so i committed I committed and then um, I ended up passing the shit. And, and I, I committed right after I committed, I took the test and passed. Mm-hmm. And I probably answered like 10 questions. That was the only way I passed because I was like, fuck it, I ain't gonna pass anyway. So right. it's just a waste of time. Cause, yeah, because the only grade you based passing. on what you asked. Yeah, and you so, ended up passing. And I, I came there drunk <laughs> and I ended up passing. <laughs> so it was the liquor. I was like, liquor held up. Whatever. It was like you passed. I was like, damn. 
So I went there, and then um, that summer, I didn't want to go. I called uh, Gary to see his office. I said, listen, uh, I was in Puerto Rico. I said, I don't want to go. I'm going to go to prep school. He was like, nah, you got to go. I was like, all right. And then I got there and... Um, Wait, why didn't you want to go? What was com- coming over I, you? I, I felt at the time I could do better. Okay. So I was just like, ah, I don't want to go there. And then um, went there. Um, I didn't work as hard as I should have. Mm. Um, you mean on the court or on academically? The court. Okay, yeah, on the court. Uh, my roommate was Antonio Daniels. Mm. Oh, yes. Pick. Yeah. I remember him, San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. So Florida wanted me... I don't know. I was, I don't know. I was just, just some dumb shit. So Florida wanted me. <laughs> yeah, it is dumb shit. It is what it is. Uh, Florida wanted me. They was like, just stay. And then, you know, you could transfer. I was like, nah, I'm out. So I went to <laughs> junior Wait, college. who was the coach? Was it a Billy Donovan? No, no. No, it was, it was Lon, before him. I'm telling you Billy Donovan too. Lon, uh, Lon, no, it was Lon Kruger. Yeah. I think. Lon Kruger. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. So then I went to South Plains. So once you go from a four-year to a two-year, you can't go back to a four-year until you graduate from a two-year. Oh, so I went to uh, South Plains College in Texas, and I didn't like that shit. That shit was crazy whack. Mm. And then uh, I ended up going to Newberry. Well, okay. before I went to Newberry, the Caesar set it up so I could go to Marshall, okay, which was coached by Billy Donovan. Oh, took a wow. visit and everything. And wow, he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna work on your handle. We're gonna do this." And I was like, "All right." And I was like, "Nah, I don't want to go here." <laughs> Damn. And then I was just thinking, like, "What the fuck was wrong with me?" But that'd have been perfect because the style of play, yeah, it fit I you. Just worked on my skill. I don't know what I was thinking. Were you homesick, maybe? No, I like, was just bugged out. I don't know what, wow. what I was thinking. I don't have no clue. It was, Did you not understand at the no. time, like, what it could have evolved into? No. Not at all. Damn. Do you feel like you... Okay, I have two questions. Let me go with this one first. If you could talk to yourself, your young self, that self that we're talking about, before you made any decision to go to which school, what would you tell yourself? Don't go to Polo Green. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's the answer. In so terms you, of picking the school, not just, just general, the general like, advice to to, to 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 I guess to to see your potential as a ball player at that time. Um, I would just say this to be more aggressive. Mm. Okay. I mean, I was seventeen points in high school. I think I shot fifty nine percent from the field, <laughs> and I wasn't like I'm aggressive. Out. You I'm wasn't out. going as hard as you could have. That's okay. I didn't know. I didn't really. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Didn't know no better because it's you got to understand in that era everybody was good, so it was like you had a couple of people who were like beasts, like yeah. like Charles Jones. He was a beast, right? Right. Um, he probably was like the only one, probably like <laughs> that. But um, everybody else was just, you know, we was kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Was, you still every, like everybody a, was good. Yeah. But you still had like. I, I, a kid like mentality. Yeah, like you know, we we going to play ball and then we go chill. With, you know, we right? Go, just we go whatever. Chill. Right. I understand. You know what I'm saying? By the way, shout out Charles Jones. I saw him this past weekend. My daughter was at an All Star game, and nice. I think his daughter was a part of it also. Nice. His daughter got fucking trophy by your height from wow. that. I think it might have been from a three point contest or something. Get out. So, yeah, I was like, yo, if you don't, if you need some help with that, bro, I got you. Because <laughs> I don't want you to trip up and bust a leg or some shit with that. <laughs> you know, it's funny when um. I was watching one of my friends was song. He has a he had a tape when he played them in the uh, quarterfinals. Yeah. I was looking. I was like, damn, Charles Jones doing three sixties. He was doing all this shit. No shit. I was like, how in the world did I think I was even close to something like that? <laughs> just based on the, the the skill level. Of course. So I had to like, um, I had to. I apologize to him. Like, <laughs> I didn't have to, but when I was like. 
30, man, like three or four years ago, I was like, yo, I didn't hate you, but I didn't understand. You was just so wild aggressive. Mm. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude, man? Oh, you thought he was going too hard. I didn't. I was just was like, what's wrong with him? And then once I learned how you have to be, I was like, oh, that's, that's it. Cr- Yo, that's nuts. So I, had, to I had to apologize. He was like, what are you talking about? He said, like, don't worry about that. I said, yeah, but it just, I just got to just let me talk. Right. You know what I, I'm this, saying? I, had no I, I need this. Yeah. Let me get I, this I off. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't have no clue of how you supposed to be and what it looked like. So now I, I understand. Now I can understand like, oh, okay. That's why you were so angry because you want to bust everybody ass. Every single time. Right. What, did you have a question? No. All right. If you, let's say, hypothetically speaking, you were aggressive, right? You, 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 t- you ate up all the advice that you were telling your former self. What do you think that could have looked like for you? I probably would have been an All-American, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. But... I this I I know I, I let me just say this and I'm sorry to cut you off but I'm not trying to get into the like hypotheticals too much I'm just trying to have you understand because in this what we try to do here is also educate others through through people's stories mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying we have a lot of youth here that you know we've had high school uh, uh, players come on here from Stepanak etc our own St Raymonds. We want to impart that wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not trying to say like, "Yo, I wish I could have done this," and you regret. I'm not saying that. This is just more like, you didn't know better, so you didn't do better. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. no, there's no fault in that. You're still successful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think you're not. But I'm just wondering, had you known that, because of your potential, because of how easy the game came to you, on top of this input of of knowledge and wisdom, mm-hmm. what do you think that could have been overall, like? Do you ever have NBA aspirations? That's what I'm trying to get to. Because you played against guys yeah. that made up to the NBA. Not like, not like how people have them now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that, that wasn't really a thought. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, like. You just want It wasn't. How about college? College ball was something like you really wanted to play yeah, college ball. Yeah, but I didn't really understand, like, I right. didn't really understand it. College ball or just yeah, a general? College ball. Like, I didn't understand how it worked. You knew it was a destination, but you didn't yeah, understand because that's the, the next steps. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't something like mapped out. Like, okay, I understand. Need to go here because of this. Like, mm. I, once, I, once I couldn't go to Virginia, it was just like, fuck it. Whatever. Then whatever. Do you like, feel like you were missing guidance now looking absolutely. back? Because this is what I, this is, as soon as it screams of me lacking guidance, like yeah. it screams of it. But the, the, not to cut you off. But yeah, you could. Yeah, I cut you off plenty. Shit. That's the least you could. Which is always interesting is how do you reach out to somebody who appears to have everything? That's, how that's do you, true. How do you reach out to him or reach him? How reach do you know that someone needs something when it appears that they have what they need? And they don't know that they need it. You, okay, are you speaking now or are you speaking in general? In general. In general. Okay, so. Okay, I'm looking at you now. This is my opinion, mm-hmm. right? I'm looking at you and I'm thinking to myself, you're a person that knows better today because of all the transgressions mm-hmm. you've gone through, your own personal mistakes. This is so for basically in a nutshell, it's called wisdom, in my opinion. You're old enough now to discern certain things that you mm-hmm. probably didn't see 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It don't mean it just so I feel that's where we use our discernment. We're like, wait a minute. Yo, like for example, he my brother's a father. His kids are coming. He got three beautiful children. He's he's gonna understand things that they're going through because yo, he already went through it. You know what I mean? That that's true. But in the basketball, I'm assuming your parents didn't play basketball, Mm-mm. right? So, and I'm assuming your parents were probably very good parents. But the the fact of the matter is, if you don't know what the potential is generally, how can you guide your child in that direction? 
or know what might be. You might know your kid better than anybody, even better than themselves in a lot mm-hmm. of cases. But if you don't understand what that path is supposed to look like, you can't, as a parent, you it's hard for you to really put the effort in and know how to help them maneuver. But even, but, even as a coach or somebody on the outside, like how do you, if someone averages 20 points a okay. game, so to speak, right? Right. Like I averaged 17 points my senior year and I made second team on city. Mm-hmm. And the all city team, anybody could have, everybody, anybody on the second team could have been on the first team. Right. Right. So how do you, how do you look at, let's say you look at me and say, is he, is his full potential? Well, so, let me ask you, Chris. So this is this is I've coached, not you know big deal, but I've coached like fifth graders, or seventh mm-hmm. grade things of that nature. I'm thinking myself like this: you sit down with these people, you sit down with the kid, get an understanding of what it is they're trying to do. If they're trying to go somewhere, do you feel like they have more? You you gauge. But how them. do you know you need to sit down with the kid though? But wait, That's but but, but but I'm okay. I'm it's, speaking if you're in that space. Right. If you're in the space of what we're told, let me be hypothetical and say in the space of where you see those kids dropping 20 points. What do you mean? Like you're the coach? Either you're a coach or you're okay. affiliated somehow. Or you go to a game. I don't know. You're of you're in that world. Right. I'm going to put you smack dab in it. You saw a game at the Rucker. The kid dropped 20 or he did a move he used to do. I don't know. Whatever the hell hooked you to watching this child. Yo, you sit and get to know him. Hey, yo, he's interesting enough. He caught you. He hooked you with something. See what's up. What else is in the skillet? What else is what else you working with? Mm-hmm. Because now you're getting an understanding. I could tell we had a conversation in, in 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 the hallway earlier before we got in here, and you already were telling me, yeah, like you could tell certain things about mm-hmm. people. I know you were talking indirectly about me because we can understand that, yo, when we being bullshitted, like mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, same thing. What are we getting? Does he want more? Maybe you can show him a door that he didn't know existed because yo, he a kid is not going to know everything. But I think regardless of the fact, this is my opinion, this is, I'll wrap it up with this. You come in with a plethora of wisdom, plethora of experience that youth do not have, mm-hmm. period. I'm not even talking about basketball. I'm talking about life experience mm-hmm. right now. On that note alone, you got something to impart. Whether whoever is worth it or not, you're going to see within, with, with, with the experience. And last point, Hyming, Hyming uh, you know Hyming, uh, yeah, Peterson. Uh, uh, Peterson. Peterson, I'm sorry. He told me he's, he was coaching a lot of youth as well. And he, he used to get on the phone and talk. And he was like, yo, I, you know, he's very serious, very passionate about this. And he would pull kids to the side that he felt had potential. And to a man, he would always tell me every week, yeah, but this kid doesn't want to work hard for it. He thinks everything's going to be handed to him. Like, and I'm telling him, and, tell, and the kid doesn't want to listen. So now you got to let him go. Some people, a hard hat make a soft ass. Some people, you got to let them go. Some people, you got to drop them and let them go because they ain't going to learn because that's what they don't want to learn. The flip flip side to that is, does the kid know how to work hard? That's the flip side. But but we do that a lot. He don't know how to do this. He don't don't do this. But do we know that they even know how to do what we ask them? Okay, okay, but can I say this? If the kid's worth it, in my opinion, if you feel he's worth it, you teach him. Yo, you want to train with me? I play ball every day. This is what I do. This is what working hard is to me. If he's worth it. Mm-hmm. Right at the end of the day, is he worth it to you? It's not about whether he can be in the NBA or not. Is he worth the time that you feel like, yo, I'm gonna put my time and effort in? Mm-hmm. I, are you at least gonna take heed? Are you taking me serious enough? Period. That's it. If the kid's not taking you serious, then fuck it. You know what I mean? It's a waste. In my opinion, it's a waste. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. But at the end of the day, and I'm, I'm talking because I work with youth today. At the end of the day, you. So a lot of times, we know better for them. 
A lot of times you got to be like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you and me at the same time. I'm playing mm-hmm. God right now. I know better, even when you don't know that you know better. That I know. I'm confusing myself. <laughs> even that, even though that you know he's putting up fronts and walls, I know better than that wall that you're putting up. Because I've been there. I used to be the kid that I thought I knew it all and shit like that. I'm going to show you better because I know this is going to help you. Whether he walks that path, that's on him. But time will tell. Mm-hmm. But I think that not doing anything is the worst thing we could do. I, I want to go back. We went off on a tangent. Oh, for sure. I want to go back. That's, to, that's my job, though. To, um, <laughs> so you mentioned once you go to a four-year school, you can't go back to a four-year school. You got you have to graduate. Graduate the yeah. two-year. But you went to the school in Texas. Mm-hmm. What was it again? Um, Ash- South Plains College. South Plains College. But you left immediately, and then you ended up at Newberry. Mm-hmm. So you had to continue go like yeah, how I, does that work? Because in I my mind, classes. I took classes in South Plains. Okay, I took classes in Newberry. In between, I took classes in um, Puerto Rico when I was playing. Okay, so and, you had to accumulate enough credits in order for you to, to graduate, graduate from one of those two schools. Yeah, and then you achieved that. Well, yeah. let's not skip Newberry. So you ended up going to Newberry. Yeah, that's in Massachusetts, I yep. think. Right? Mm-hmm. How was that as compared to it was different? Okay, it was different. It was, uh, you know, it was Massachusetts. It was right. It wasn't like New York or nothing. Like it, was, right. it was different. It okay. was a school. So you just, you were there. Culinary, it was a culinary art school too. I didn't even know oh, that really? shit until I got there. But oh. I was like, why are they walking around with white shit all the time? Like, <laughs> you know, uh, okay, whatever. And they had a ball team. Yeah, That's they had crazy. a ball team, but they was like a, a D3 ball team. But right. I didn't want to play because it would have messed up my eligibility. Oh. So from there, I graduated in January. I was scheduled to go to Texas El Paso. Okay, UTEP? UTEP, but then they didn't think I was going to graduate, so they gave the scholarship to somebody else. Oh. So then I was trying to, Kevin Jackson was helping me. I was trying to get into West Virginia. Okay. I wanted to get a year to finish school and a year to play, but they was like, you're only going to give me a year. And then South Carolina State came in the picture. They was like, yeah, we give you whatever you want. Mm. And then the day I signed the letter of intent, West Virginia called back and was like, all right, we do it. Oh. I was like, damn, it was too late now. Shit. Wow. But it was good, though. South Carolina State was fun. All yeah. black school, we played. You know, we played a good schedule. Yeah. It was good. So you said you was there for just one that one yeah. year? Senior season. Right. Damn. Would you, how do you feel like, I know I'm being hypothetical here, but if you would have played longer there, would you? Yes, how can I say? Yeah. You think that would have been the ideal situation if you had the opportunity to play longer? Uh, Not ideal, but if I'd have played anywhere for four years, it would have been an ideal situation. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. You know That's what I'm trying to go with it. Like, you know, yeah. just playing in one place for, yeah, you know, yeah. to develop yourself yeah. in this green yeah. stuff there. You you got there, and similar to the story when uh, you came in at halftime and just yeah. r- as soon as the word go, you was off and running. Word. It seemed like that's how South Carolina State went as mm-hmm. well. Like as soon as you jumped in there, you and they used to call y'all the Killer Bees. Killer Bees. You, you and Rod Blakeney. Right? You did your homework. Come on, baby. He's, he's, he's he's I'm professional homework. at this now. <laughs> so, um, and and that's cool because again, like. It's only one year. Yeah. You already know that going in. Yeah, that that was like a redemption year for me. Right. But like it, it felt, you know, just from the stuff I was reading, again, having the Monica Killer Bees with your with your um front court mate, right? Um back court mate. Sorry. Um like from the word go, it was again like A, they they really did t- seem like take you in, injecting you into into the game. Their their flow and um how they play. And then let y'all run and do what y'all had to do and took home the, the MEAC championship. And mm-hmm. how, how was that season? Again, you said it was a redemption year, so it you was, had this big-ass boulder on your, on your shoulder. Well, it, it, was, it was 
it was a redemption season for me because it proved to me that I could play at that level. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I didn't play and I wasted three years. So right. it was like, I just need to do this for me to show that I could play. And even if it don't work out the way it was supposed to work out, at least I'm okay where I did what I had to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, so every game, you just like, at this point, you already had that mentality that we talked about earlier? Yeah. Okay, so it yeah. clicked already. It clicked. So you was out there really yeah. cerebrally like, approaching I'm, I'm the gonna game. Get a, we're going to win this, uh, the, what was that, the conference championship. Mm-hmm. We're going to win that, and we're going to go to the tournament. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was a goal. And it everybody was, bought it. It's like, were you like the captain, de facto captain, as soon as um, you walked in? No. Nah, Vocal uh, leader? was the captain. Okay. Because, you know, he's a leader, great player. You know, that was his team. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, but I came in there and did what I had to do, mm-hmm. and, you know, it uh, worked itself out. It how, was, far, how far did you guys go in the tournament? We lost in the first round of Kentucky. Damn. Um, who was on that squad? Shit, what year was that? Who was 98. <laughs> I'm, they had I'm, like seven pros. They had yeah, like Lord, Tony they Delk. Had Muhammad. I saw Not that. Tony Delk. Nope. He played me in Puerto Rico, though. Yeah? yeah. I saw that. That, that, that. Um, I remember that, South Carolina. But we killed them. We, 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 well, they killed us, but yeah. the guards Got killed them. You said Jamal McGlure. Who else? Jamal McGlure. Scott Rock. Padgett. Scott Padgett. Nazi Muhammad. Yes. Jeff Shepard. Yes. Shimu Evans. Allen Edwards, they um they had a squad. Mm-hmm. I remember Shepard, too big. white boy could shoot. Right, mm-hmm. played with the Hawks for a little forward, bit. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. him. Yo, that was, yo, Kentucky's another one. They always had a squad, man. Yeah. Always, I feel like for years and years and years, it was like back to back to back to back to back. Like to the Ron Mercers and mm-hmm. the, you remember Derek Anderson, etc. Yeah. And that, it was crazy there because they went through like three coaches in a short period of time right Her, uh, Patino's there yes. and um, oh, the brother I can't remember his, his name right Smith. now Tubby Tubby. Tubby Tubby and they were still able to recruit heavy mm-hmm. even through that because I mean you change the guard yeah. that's all, a very that good often, point actually it's hard for you to continue that you it's know a machine, like, though, it's it a is machine. yeah it is yeah. like it, I wonder you know what because I'm looking at a, like a North Carolina for example it's like that shit ain't going nowhere yeah. uh, whoever ride that ship is nah. going so it's, it's just, too much there's too much history it's mm-hmm. too much right like I mean I, I, I actually so this past no last summer we drove down to Florida yeah and I made it a point that we had to go stop Somewhere, mm-hmm. either it was going to be at Duke or it was going to be at uh, UNC, mm-hmm. because of what you like. The history is just so it's much, so and we picked UNC because Michael Jordan, right? And you know, you walk to campus and you feel like, you feel like you're the man, son. Like right. I went and bought my fucking baby blue shorts and all this wow. shit. That's crazy. And it's just, and I went to UMass, so I kind of felt like a traitor. But I was like, fuck it, I don't really fuck give a fuck. That. But it, but it is like that. That legacy is mm-hmm. you can't you can't compete with that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jordan played there, like you know, like. I yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like that's yeah. the truth. Like, just man, listen. Most of the people I know, as far as youth, that's why they go there. They, Jordan played there. Like, mm-hmm. and that, we're talking 30 years removed, 40. You know, yeah, like you can't blame them. That shit ain't going nowhere mm-hmm. off of that. But that's not even that's not where it stops, though. You know, what I mean, there's a that's a rich history, like you said. Yeah. But that's a damn good start, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jordan Baby sure. Blues. You know what I mean? So but, you so you left. You left. You you finished your South Carolina eligibility State. was yeah. done. What happens academically after that? Did you graduate from? Not from South- that, no. Okay. So what? What was there a, a journey beyond um, getting through JUCO Mm-mm. academically? Okay. So what was the next step after South Carolina State? No, I just went to Puerto Rico and played there for. So your pro career started immediately after that. No, my pro career started. When I was fourteen. Oh, oh, you was already playing out there. I get it. Back then they had a little thing where you can play. 
you're like a dieta. You all you got to do is the NCA allowed it. It mm-hmm. was like that, so you know you just get checks to cash, right? Things like that. Uh, That's how Travieso and all yep. of them was able to play and oh. still play in college. Oh, it was like a, you know they would pay you in per diem. Yes, right, right, sir. right, right. I like per diem. You know, somebody was telling me about that recently, actually. Yes. So wow. So you've been playing pro. You've been playing with grown ass men since mm-hmm. fourteen. Yeah. That was your. 15, that, yeah. that was through your. Your family over there, they kind of yeah. connected you. and Well, a friend of mine, Ralph Menard, he uh, he told me about it. Okay. It was funny because when my, I was with my uncle, who passed away last year, mm. and he's Rest like, yeah, he's going to play peace. here one day. I was like, man, I ain't playing with these grown-ass men. Right. <laughs> nah, I ain't playing with them. And they play hard. Like, they yes. beat they your hard. ass. Yeah. They're very See, hard. They're out there feeding their kids through this. Yeah. They yeah, they take that hard. shit serious. So you went back to Puerto Rico. You was like, yo, I'm going to I'm a Yeah, just went playing. back and just played. Just casual. Could you had like you a regular job. Like, how, what was that? Because you finished. No, I just played there and came back in during the summer, just chilled. Well, I mean, I came back, yeah, after summer, just chilled mm. for like four or five months and then went back and played. What, um, uh, w- uh, was there any like some national, Puerto Rican national team type of opportunity or? I only had one when I was 19. I think I was the last cut for mm. some reason. I don't know what. But you felt like you should have made it. Yeah. Uh, Yes. <laughs> do you know? Do you remember the person that did make it in, in your stat? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know. Do I remember the person? You remember the face? Ortiz made it. He made it. Travieso was on the team because I was staying with him mm. during the tryout. There was a lot of people in there. Yeah. But I should have made it. Damn. So you spent the rest of, uh, at that point, after college, the rest of your pro career was playing in, in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. It's unusual to play so long professionally in one place. Why It was just comfortable for you, and you just said, you know what, I know this. Yeah. I play as a native. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not too far. Beautiful women. It's a nice place. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's all I knew. So it was right. like, you know, but you've been playing, you still go out there. You you stopped playing in 2007, yeah. you said, right? Yeah, 2007. Is that because, I mean, I'm wondering because you stopped still, at 32. I don't know. I should have kept going. That's what I was going to ask you because you're, you're still, still playing, playing now. now? I yeah. wonder why, what made you stop. That's what I'm trying to say. I just thought I was old. I was oh, like, Did man. you feel like you were playing? Like No, I mean, I feel like I was playing good. I mean, I could still play. But I mean, the number, your age for yeah, you was like, like 32. Was like, this doesn't yeah. sound like I should be yeah. doing this. It's like an old man else. old man in the club feel. Like, you're yeah. like, nah, I probably yeah. shouldn't be here no more. Was there any players out there that were giving you the business? Like, you felt like, damn, uh, I can't yeah, I can't um, really do this shit like I thought. What do you mean, at that age? At that age, yeah. Nah. Uh-uh. You was handling it. You felt like you was holding Yeah, I was on. okay, yeah. I was stronger. You know, I was okay. But also, I was playing since I was 14, so it's like. you you used to it. Yeah, and it's like. How much longer I'm gonna keep coming out? Right, right, right. It's twelve years you know of so, hardcore play. No, because here's my thing: you obviously have not lost the drive to keep playing today. Mm-hmm. You're age forty three, right? Yeah. Which I find impeccable in in so many ways. It's I love the idea that you're an older man, but you continuously keep up with your health, mm-hmm. your fitness. That's why I'm at with it. On top of the fact that you love doing it and you just do it. So I wonder if that, it because for me I don't look I don't I don't look at yo anybody else. There's probably nobody your age doing that shit. Is not, there anybody? Not many. Not at a high level. Not that many. 
like so that's okay his shape and stuff is not right good. like yo i you that's a, you're alone in this conversation like most of the time most of the time you probably play guys 10 years you're senior yo i'd be afraid to jam a finger at 15 40. i'm approaching 40 i'm i'm deathly afraid of jamming a finger right now if i can if somebody kick me in the shin i'm done i'm out <laughs> these ankles i'm out this shit ain't made for walking no more i'm <laughs> fucking hobbling everywhere for real what yeah, still workout, but I still, I still go and bust, you know, bust down a game or two, and then fucking can't walk for the rest of the week. Yeah. Whatever, you don't have those, but you don't have those problems. You don't have those problems. No, my body's good. Fuck you, Ty. Yo, get my the fuck out. Yeah, you showing off. I know, but I mean, I take care showing of my body. Off. I, you know, I play. I mean, obviously, if I take off four months and then I start to play again, it's gonna hurt. But once, but not crazy. Okay, man. what about what about like exercising and things of that nature. Yeah, how do you how yeah, do you what's, maintain? What's the, what are those things like for you? Now, just like calisthenics, okay. jumping rope. I, the reason why I do play because that's my cardio. Because I can't do treadmill. Yeah, I can't do that. That's just boring to me. Yeah, yeah, I same. I can't do I'm so not a big I fan. play to get a little cardio in. So you on you on travel teams currently? No, this I'm is assuming like a shit. company, a corporate type of league. Mm-hmm. Playing a lot of Dominican leagues. You oh, yeah? playing in the Dominican League? Yeah, at this be, age, yeah, right now, right now, yeah. I wouldn't they be fucking. They got a league right behind Sasa Confuego. Oh, Get really? The fuck out. Yeah, I wouldn't be fucking with that because they elbow too much. Yeah, but they no different than playing in Puerto Rico. That's yeah, true. that's, what, uh, that's true. You used to that yeah, shit. You're right. Shit. I get right. beat up. It's whatever. Yeah. So, yo, what's your mentality Damn. like? Like when you playing against what we call a butch, we just call that right. shit a hack. Look, what do you like? Are you, does your demeanor stay the same? Yeah, it stay the same. Cause I, they, I know, I know they're gonna hit me. I know they're you gonna expect do it. How about like shit talking? Is there a lot of shit talking? Yeah. But people try to get you off your game. Yeah. But you, you not. You are quiet. You still quiet about it? Yeah. I don't really talk. Shit. Do you? Wow. Okay. 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 I know you don't talk shit. But I got that. Now, first talk shit. Are you dropping like forty on this motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah. That's your shit yeah. talk. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, all right. You want to talk? All right. I'm gonna light your all ass right. up. Yeah. All right. I'm drop fifty. Okay. Yeah. I just play. And just but you. But you. But you. Yo, this shit, yo, this shit pisses me off. He's so, yo, yo too even I want to see some emotion. Too even nah, I mean, that's how if I, I was a coach, I would be screaming the shit out. You know what's funny? Yo! You got the cats that talk mad shit that get under your skin. This is the opposite. Yo! It still gets under your skin, I'm but mad. it's just him like, I'm he got sad. issues there, right? <laughs> yo, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> this guy's like, yo, yeah, no, it's not drop 50. I can't get him to get mad. So yo, I like, oh. said, yo, I scored two laps in a row. You can't scare me to stop talking shit. I'm like, ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I said, yo, so so you don't watch basketball. You you think if you're gonna watch something, you watch football. Do you do you not go to like the summer leagues? Like it's no ball that you. If watch. I'm not playing. I'm not going. You're not going. Hmm. Wait, not, I mean, I watch a highlight on Sports Center, see what's going on, or I check right. the score. But I'm not watching nobody play <laughs> unless they play before me. Right. Oh, so if we having some beer while you warming game, up. But I'm not like, oh, I'm gonna go to watch. No, okay, can, I just want to say this because I I I. I the parallel for me, this is this is what I'm saying. This is, I think, where we speak about the guidance thing, mm-hmm. right? This is just my opinion. No one guided you, right, to take the game serious or let you see it better than what you've you've seen it, right? Like or that you knew it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. And I, my opinion is that studying the game was a pivotal part of you making it further, perhaps, than what you know, than what you knew. So you took it as a casual approach. You took it very casual, like yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, sure I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do what I know how to do. But studying the game is just as vital, and I don't think anybody incorporated that into your life. Therefore, it was never important because you still got it done. So I believe part of your ego is like, I'm gonna get it done because I know how to play the game. I'm already skilled. He could rest on his laurels to the degree yeah. of I had this skill 
since middle school, so it ain't going nowhere. Plus, I always play it, so it's like I'm not losing that shit. And I've gotten successful doing it this way. Successful in terms of like, yo, he, you, you accomplish a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. But no one ever, ever showed you like, yo, what if you just channeled it over here? You could probably be bigger than what until, you ever until imagined. Later. So maybe you would have adopted the actual watching the game as a job. I did watch the game, but what am I looking? I don't know what I'm looking at. I know what I'm looking at, but you you get like okay, you surface. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You could see things different. I'm not a poet. Yeah, no, I see. You would see something differently than I would. Right. I I understand what you're hundred percent because you know. No, but, but but to my point, that's part of the guidance thing I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Now you would to be watching him what to with look a for. purpose. You right, feel me? Yeah. That's my point. No one actually in that space of basketball even say, yo, you young man, listen, I think you got a lot of potential. Why don't you check out, for example, I don't know, I'm just throwing a name out there. I know he's before your time, but like a Rip Hamilton or somebody that mm-hmm. em- emulate this guy's game. Because I feel like, you know what I'm saying, if you learn certain things, tricks of the trade. Like me, I'm not a professional basketball player, but I love the game so much that I'll pick up a thing or two of, of a certain player just because I'm like, yo, I just want to get better about life. And I love mm-hmm. the, go- the game of ball. I'll just apply it. But I don't think anybody gave you the actual – the, the, the kind of that push like yo this is necessary like I got co- it late but they told me like why, that, why like, to do it like that battery like a Kobe Bryant for example right Kobe Bryant could see him deciphering the game like yo for example he he, he was he on some other shit though carbon mm-hmm. copied uh, uh, Michael Jordan to the T yeah he was know, on some other down shit down to though. the tongue wagon but but, but that's, po- I think that's a good con- contrast to tie right so right. for instance like I mean granted he had a dad that played professionally and that's a good he point. had that and that's not to understand. That's a very mm-hmm. good point. But he took it upon himself to really like laser focus on every element of the game. Yeah. But, but but maybe but he, his dad was the guy that. But he knew. He knew what he was looking that. for. That's that's the key. Right. How do you how do you get someone to know to well, do? How it. do you know if your best player needs work? Because we don't pay attention mm-hmm. to our best players, or our best performers mm-hmm. necessarily. Mm-hmm. We deal with the people who have problems or who ain't performing. That's what we give our extra that's attention. That's a very to. good fucking point. So how do you know? How do you know? You're right. You ever right. thought about coaching? I, I coached the same Ramis for two years. And what, what happened? You just stopped because you... the city championship two years. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean, but it's ego shit. You see? No, but Feeding I don't feel Nonchalant. Like, we, we did... Um, I worked out last week. Yo, this is some they shit, had a though. breakfast club. You heard about you heard about the breakfast club in St. Raymond's, right? No. No. They nobody tells us shit. Every day at 7.30 in the morning. Nobody tells us shit. Who, 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 who meeting this? Who, Lopez and them? Um, Chris Williams. He's assistant coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I went there with... um. You know the high school guys and a couple of the guys that graduated like in like four years ago. Mm-hmm. It's, it's dope. He was doing drills and stuff. You? Yeah, yeah, I was doing drills with them. I said, let me go and see how it is. It was, and I was telling uh, Chris. I said, we didn't have this when I was in high nah. school. We didn't have this. I want to say something to That's you. That's dope. This yeah. is my honest truth. I believe that your gift was also your curse. I'm gonna tell you why I say that. You saw a lot of success early on. Mm-hmm. And you and you continuously see success to where mm-hmm. like you satisfy you satisfied in the way like you know you're doing something right because you're seeing the result. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Immediate results. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just happening. It's like it's like it's coming easy. It's That's just coming fair, easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? I believe it's the curse because it also hindered you from knowing what. And this is not. A, I'm not trying to be like yo. You regret. I'm not trying to get there. It's not, just work with me on this. I'm saying because of that, it did not give you a, a hunger for better or for more. Does that make sense or no? Mm, it kind of stunted me. the idea of turning this <laughs> into a, a. You don't follow me? You don't yeah, follow? I'm trying to. I'm You're trying, trying to. to. Okay, what is what I'm saying? 
this came easy to you on this side, right? It came easy to you. It's easy. You, you, you're getting results. You're getting results. You're getting results, right? But in my opinion, had you had it had not come this easy, like if you had to like really like, yo, I got to I gotta OD in the gym. I got to, I don't know, whatever that looks like for you that you got to do to be even that player and maybe a little bit more. Let's say five more points, three more points a game kind of a guy. 20 that puts you at 20. Mm-hmm. If if you had to fight your ass off to be this 20-point-a-game guy or even this 17-point-a-game guy, I think you would that hunger would have carried you because now you already feel like, yo, I, just to get 17 out of bus mass, what does it look like if I spend an extra hour in the gym? I'm just throwing hypotheticals out but there. But you know what's, what's crazy is he was playing, I'll say, for the love of the game. Right? Yeah, for sure. Still. But without an understanding of why the hard work is necessary to achieve something. I got you. It was, it sounded like it wasn't, you didn't have like, yo, I'm going to go D1 or I'm going to try and see how how Mm -hmm. far I can go play pro. Like, it didn't sound like that was really how you thought about Mm -hmm. it. You were just like, yo, I enjoy doing this. I'm fairly good at it. I enjoy the chemistry on the team, whatever. Like, playing for the moment with whatever's right ahead of them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, CHSAA championship or whatever the case is. Right. Right. And I, I can understand that and, and appreciate that. Because, you know, we look at it like, yo, if you be, yo, if you could bust your ass this much, right. you could probably get a four-year scholarship over mm-hmm. here yes. and maybe go play pro, right? right? That's how we look at it because we weren't in those shoes. But no, that's for sure. So I, I totally understand. when it's, it's, not a, it's not because there was a lack of effort. No, no, no. A little it's, bit, a little bit. Yeah, I but worked harder. But it was just like I didn't, I didn't really know. Like, if right, I, I mean, right, obviously, right. if I knew what I knew now, you would have, you would easily would have stepped path, up. But right. at that point, it was just like, you know, it was all about winning. Yeah, that was it. I, I want to make this quick point. This is why I think mentors are not never to be undersold. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm speaking about Greg Popovich right now for this reason. Um, we talked about Danny Green, um, yeah. the NBA player. So Danny Green, you know, you, you're familiar with Danny Green. Danny Green uh, came out of UNC, and I don't think he got drafted. He ended up in the Cleveland Cavaliers, and then he ended up his way to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. At the time, the the idea of a two-way player wasn't really privy. Like, Bruce Bowen was that kind of guy, but it wasn't like a – it wasn't like a um, – it wasn't like a common – common. Uh, yeah. it wasn't common, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a thing, in my opinion. So Danny Green, I saw walking to the – I saw him in UNC. He was a good shooter and all that. But I feel like he didn't. They didn't carve a niche. It wasn't really like what he offered wasn't really like present fully. And then comes Greg Popovich. And I think one thing I love about, I respect about Greg, he gets the best out of his player. Like, mm-hmm. yo, you're this type of player. You're gonna be the best of this type of player. Like Bruce Bond, you're a great defender. You're gonna be the best defender. You're gonna be a headache for most people on nights. But that's what you're. Yes, your bread and butter. That's your job. You see what I'm saying? So I think in your case, you lacked a great mentor to see what your potential could have been. And I don't know because I didn't see enough of your game mm-hmm. to tell you what that is. You say you're a buck, bucket getter, but let's say for example, I said that. I said that. You said that. I said that. All right, he said that. This, you're a walking shit. bucket. That's what I said. <laughs> I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna say what I said. You should have been a lawyer. That's what you call it. <laughs> Fuck basketball. The, the one thing you don't watch, boy. He's he gonna leave here. He's gonna be. He's gonna, a narrator. He's gonna, he's gonna be a gonna fucking be, uh, children's book. Children's books. <laughs> the one thing you watch basketball. He was, he's, he's fucking watching courtrooms. <laughs> I would have said. I would have said this shit. I would have yeah. said this shit now. So, um, back to my point. I think that that would have been. In your case, and it's um, it's again. I I hope you don't take it the wrong way. I'm not saying you are 
not a success. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say mm-hmm. that. I'm just being hypothetical because we all could learn from someone. And hopefully maybe you're that person for the next person coming up. But mm-hmm. more than anything else, I still think you're a success. And after seeing you play, I'm a fucking fan of your of what you do. Like, seriously, guy. Because I love the game that much. Are you playing at the next alumni game? If you get Hell yeah, you got it. Okay, but you play every year, right? Because right. You've been playing for years. All right, good. Years, and I want you to come in at halftime again. I'll nah, nah, be sure, there. Sure, sure. Come I want to see that shit. We'll almost see what four quarters look like. And, and you, you need drop? to wear a Patriots t-shirt underneath. Do you remember you how many points you scored? No. This some shit. Some people, <laughs> yo, this, is, this is the typical jock. Yo, he, it's oh, not the typical jock, actually. He's not. Most of them actually know their stats. Okay, okay, the okay. What I mean by that, and you're right, but what I mean by that is like, it's like, I'm just, I'm good. I know I'm good. No, I don't get that. I don't get the arrogance vibe. No, I just don't remember my stats. I don't, I don't get the arrogance vibe at all. Fuck the fucking humility. I got one last question. Drop the humility. I got one last question. <laughs> in your time, high school, actually, we could even use college in that world. Who would you say were the top three, if you can think of three, tri-state area players that you played against, that you were around? Like, who would you say those three are? And don't cheat and be like they were all the same uh, Raven. No, he ain't watched it. Rhodes. Okay. Roderick. Yeah, Rhodes. he went to Kentucky, I think, right? Yeah, he went yeah. to St. Anthony's. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's a problem. Got uh, the Terrence in there. Okay. Terrence, Terrence Fletcher. Fletcher. Oh, sorry, Terrence. Who else? The third player. That's tough. The third is tough. Jamal Mashburn. Mm. Wow. Mm. Cardinal Hayes. Mm. The school you, you probably would have played, played with him. You played against him, huh? If you went to Hayes. He was a senior. I was a freshman. Oh, okay. Wow. That's a dope-ass lineup right there. Yeah, he was special. I got got to check. I didn't see much from Rod. Roger Groves? Roger Groves. I know know the legend of, but I haven't seen a lot of games of him. What year was that? that He He graduated in 92. Mm -hmm. I think we played um, my junior year. He came in at halftime and had like either 35. Everybody's coming in at halftime and it's got Yeah, that's like the thing back then. This is the fucking podcast at halftime. You know I almost missed the um, city championship game. Nah. You? How? Yeah, he was I fucking. Was book. Uh-huh. Shout out and Book. was on Clay Ave. Went to get a haircut. <laughs> and we, like, the time slipped. <laughs> <laughs> we looked. We was like, oh, shit. And we sprinted from the train station. Um, was the, the D or the 4? Yeah. All the way to Fordham University. <laughs> sprinted. Full sprint. <laughs> and uh, he didn't play. He might have played a minute. Gary didn't play. He, he might have played a minute. Shut Senior up. year. Wow. We got there. They was on the layup line. I was like, oh, shit. Gary's going to kill us. So you Book played? didn't play, but yeah, you I did? a little bit. A little bit. A very little. Wow. Gary was fucking. Wait, and what was the outcome of that? We won. That okay. was my sophomore year. That okay. was the first championship. Gary, did, did Gary chew y'all a new one? Yeah. Shit. I could picture Gary turning red I in the face. No I was like, all right, I would book. And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> What about him as last question for me too? What if, like, as far as Gary DeSeas' um, kind of like mentorship tutelage, what did you take from him at the time you played for? I don't think that we appreciated or understood what he was doing. Okay, because he was like he was ahead of his time. Mm. For sure, everybody says that it man. Was, it was like we had like brain power with Jim Sturgis. Yeah, shout out Jim. But yes, we was like we just gonna go to sleep. In the class, but we didn't. I mean, as I'm older and I'm understanding the mental side of the game, right? We had all that stuff available, but we didn't necessarily know like to well, take why, advantage of how to take advantage. I don't want to do mental exercises, like right. I don't want to do none of that stuff. But we didn't know. But we had like best uniforms, traveled all the time, 
best equipment. We had everything available. Everything. Damn. I, I just want to say this because you've been asking why a lot. I'm going to challenge you on something. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. I believe that that new purpose of yours is to answer those whys. The whys I used to ask back then of why. Make that fucking why into an answer and give it back to those people that may need it. You work oh, with people. That's what I do. Every day, all day. So then that's your purpose, goddammit. No, it is. I believe it. No, that's my purpose. I said it, though. I called it first. Yo, that's my shit. How can people, if you want to be reached, how can people he reach you, find reached. out more about what you're doing, you know what like me? see your highlights if, if they're up there? Like, fuck, he got no how hey, people anybody t- that's listening to this, they know how to get a contact. Nah, you know, there's this people in China sh- that listen to this. They don't really? know how to y- get a contact. Y'all big like that? What, son? They're yo, worldwide. This dribble and dimes global, son. Are, yeah. we, are we in China? I don't know, but yo, yeah, we got, <laughs> we got, we got if we got a couple cats that are from New York that went to China for a quick minute and then came back. So they're technically from New York. So we in China. China. All right, Fuck sorry. That. So I could be reached at, um, what's my Instagram now? I thought he was going to give him his phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at 347. <laughs> I'm, uh, what's it, TB1Trey, T-R-E-Y. All right. I'm on Twitter too. I think it's uh, Yeah, let me see that shit because I, I, I was about to put yo, you this man, this man on his Instagram posted some funny shit. TB um, so one be prepared. TB there's one there's a lot of wild memes and all sorts of funny shit. Yeah, shit's wild. It's and wild. when he go live every now and again, it's funny too. I uh, know. Twitter is underscore TBR0WN. Dope. And on Facebook, Tyler Brown. And, and, and for those one? listening, um, TB1 this, this man ha- has questions, right? And he posed some interesting stuff about how do you, how do you know – how does the player even know that they need tutelage? And then similarly, how does a potential coach or whatever even know that that person should be given certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Guidance-wise, like I think those are those are humongous topics in and of themselves. That um, a lot of people that might be listening, players on the come up, or even players from the past, probably wonder the same thing to this day, right? Like it can mean the difference between great success for for a person and let's call it mediocre success or you know a whole bunch of shit can happen it's from hard, that though. it's di- very you difficult gotta, you have to it's very difficult you have to pay attention to people and you have to study people and you it's, have to that's so you have to want to like people to that, like. that's the thing you have to want to yeah it's right mm-hmm. and that's you can't expect that from even a coach like the coach's responsibility you would assume is that is to mm-hmm. know their his players or her players so granularly that they can pick up on that stuff but mm-hmm. that's unfair to expect that from them because they're dealing with so many different things like yeah, it's hard that's what you're supposed to do but I think that but that's right. what separates the good from the great because mm-hmm. I go that's back true. to Greg Popovich that's like true. I say like he gets the most out of a player that most for disregard because right. they're like whatever like fuck you it you got the most out of Kawhi <laughs> can I say something yes I'm gonna tell you why I'm tell you why because prior to the success of Kawhi Leonard Kawhi Leonard won a championship with them Back in 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Or 2010. I don't know dates. No, because I think Miami won 2011. Let's say 2010. 2010, 2011, one of those years when the Spurs were in the heat. He he made his name in the NBA in the Spurs. You know what I'm saying? His name. I'm talking about like you knew him because of the Spurs. That's what I'm trying to say. The whole debacle with him, I think, has more to do with Kawhi Leonard setting the new standard for every sport athlete in the world. 
because Kawhi Leonard was dragged through the mud these last couple of years because he said, I'm not coming back up from injury. And look what happened to Kevin Durant now in the finals. Mm-hmm. They told me, yeah, he's ready. He's ready. We all, Even we knew he wasn't ready. I knew he wasn't yeah. ready. You knew he wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. But he's ready according to the team. Oh, and now we don't know what happened. Kawhi was like, I ain't going out like that. This is my body. And I'll tell you, if it's just broken, is I'm broken. I feel hurt. It's hurt. I don't mind go because of course, what's their agenda to make money, and mm-hmm. they don't can make money if your ass ain't there. So I understood Kawhi Leonard, but so you answer your question, I believe he made his bones with Greg Popovich. That's who gave him the start and turned him into the person that, that ascended him. What do you think he got the most out of him? I mean, yes. Listen, listen to this. Listen to I, this. I think so. Listen to I this think though. So. You think so? I listen think so. to this. You don't listen. think so? But listen to this. Listen to this. This is why there could be a discrepancy. The Spurs play with a system. Mm -hmm. There's a system that they play with. Tim Duncan played in a system. Many can argue, yo, what was so impressive about Tim Duncan? Because he played in a system. You understand? The ball always moves. If you looked at him now last year in the NBA Finals, he had the ball in his hand. He was dropping 30 a night. Right. So it was a different game. He was ISO Kawhi. But Mm -hmm. I'm curious because – do you do you think any in any period in Kawhi's career so far, you kind of th- that you don't follow the game that closely, but I'm sure you get tidbits mm-hmm. here and there. Right. Do you feel like any of the places that he's been so far have maximized Kawhi? Probably in Toronto. Okay. I think that's probably so because he's been more featured there. Yeah, you got a full display okay. of his skills. I don't know if I don't know in San Antonio if if if. I think the fit was right because the system. Okay, was right. I, I, I understand most, what you're saying because he didn't want to play for them. I understand. Yeah, toward the end. Yeah, so it's like yeah. you I, can't as a coach as a player mm-hmm. if you can't well as a coach you get the most out of your players. They do whatever you, they do. Whatever they run through a wall for you. I, right. I agree with you to a degree. I'm just going back to 2000 again, 2010, I believe, or 2011 in that frame. He locked up LeBron James in the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Locked his ass up. Okay. LeBron was not the same. He admitted he, the toughest guy he had to play in the NBA so far to date is Kawhi Leonard. He was saying that years ago, before mm-hmm. anything. You have to understand, and I go back to this. I go back to the Danny Green thing. He knew who Kawhi was as a player. He built off that foundation. You know what I mean? He's not trying to turn him into something he's not. Kawhi, keep in mind, Tim Duncan came before him. He was a star. Tony Parker as well. And then Manu Ginobili. Before Kawhi was turning into this big superstar we see today, there was a pecking order that was at one point better than him. It was just the way it was. It wasn't that he wasn't good. It was that you had such greatness there, you did not have to supersede what you're doing. Stay in this pocket because Tim Duncan is going to carry us home. Tony Parker is going to carry us home. I'm, Manage I'm going to switch my answer. I think he's right. Because you didn't, you didn't, because of what you just said, you didn't get to see Kawhi in all facets of his game. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that's the... F- no, you're saying that there was a reason why he wasn't the man at that point and yes. there was a growth. Yes, for which sure. Which is true. Absolutely yes. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, his Kawhi still early in his... Not maybe his rookie season, mm-hmm. but just say three years into San, sure, Francisco, sure. uh, San Antonio. For sure. He had a, vers- a versatile set of skills. Yes. They might have been... There had to be less than today. Yes, but sure. there was more to his game than the one or two things that he was known for. I agree, but let me just say this: you can't like the I was saying to you earlier. You can't argue with success. You are a successful man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
I don't. Th- there's nothing to say. I can't argue with it, even though I'd be I'm mad as shit that he didn't watch no <laughs> basketball. I can't argue with that because you fucking successful as fucking right, ball. Right, right. You feel mm-hmm. me? It worked for you. What I'm saying is you can't argue because they were winning. Yeah. Even though Kawhi wasn't the maximum player that we see today. You see what I'm saying? You can't argue with success. Bill Belichick. I think you can. Because success, success would be, just because you have it don't mean that it's right for me. I think Belichick's success is because they do it. It's simple. It doesn't matter. If you see when they had Randy Moss, it was a whole different team. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't have Randy Moss, then we go back to this. So they adapt to what they have. So I think the Patriots might be the bad example. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I just say Because that success works everywhere. It works everywhere. <laughs> right. I, I got this, I'm gonna put I'm gonna use this. If I don't, I'm gonna go back to this. They plug they Okay, but match all okay. The time. I listen. Do I think that Kawhi was the right fit for the Spurs anymore? No. I agree with you there. I don't think he was the right fit anymore. I think he outgrew that system, that play, that style of play was not for him no more. Cause they got like a like a yes man type of organization, mm-hmm. the good old boy network type of thing. I guess like, I you know, again I you know I like I liken the Spurs to the, to the to the New England Patriots for many years because I feel like yo it just doesn't it works no matter what you think it works it just works. He's shaking his head no. Mm-hmm. He's the camera it's his game. team. He knows them inside and out. The bro. San Antonio Spurs. How many championships have the San Antonio Spurs won in the last decade yeah, or but two? They, so the, the Spurs have way more talent than the Patriots have. Patriots are not talented on paper like the Spurs. They don't got Hall of Famers playing for them like that. They develop them. They Time. work with what they got. Okay, I, you you know, got two dollars. I'm hungry. You hungry? We go get some chips. We go get some quarter waters, and we go get some cookies, <laughs> and we go make it happen. Wait, wait, wait. We're gonna continue this conversation in in the overtime period over here. I want to say thank you, Ty, <laughs> for joining us. Yo, finally coming around here. Yo, seriously, it was a great pleasure. Thank yeah, you, I appreciate man. It, thank man. you, man. Thank you for get, thank take, you. getting me out of here. <laughs> Tyler Peace. Brown, everybody. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dribbling Dimes. If you like what you heard, please leave a review or comment wherever you're listening to us now. Check us out on social media as well. We're live on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. On all platforms, you can find us at 